Hey, my fellow monkeys, what's up? Old Uncle Silverback here with you on the Armed Ape Podcast, the show where we review and talk about everything from guns, gear, and movies to life in general. Nothing is ever out of bounds. As always, everything we talk about has the end goal of making our lives better by cutting through all the marketing BS using logic, reason, and honest discussions. I look forward to hearing from you soon and to your participation in the show. everybody what's going on uncle silverback here with you today is friday it's the 24th of june 2016 i'm once again in the mobile studio let's go ahead and get our contact info out of the way real quick and then we'll jump in with the show it's going to be maybe a little bit of a shorter show today i'm only gonna i'll talk about a movie i had thought that i was going to talk about the movie hush I didn't really get any feedback or any stuff where anybody wanted to come on and, and talk with me about it. But So I'm going to push that off uh, until I'm actually kind of sitting down. So maybe next week I'll be able to do that. Anyway, let's go ahead, like I said, and get that contact info out of the way. If you'd like to contact me, the uh, voicemail is 206-745-APE1, APE1, 206-745-2731. I also have... An email address where if you would like to send an email in or if you would like to record your own audio and have me play it for you out on the show, be happy to do that. And the email address is thearmedape at gmail.com, all one word, thearmedape at gmail.com. All right, let's talk about a movie that I saw. Now, I got this through Netflix, and since I'm doing this sort of off the top of my head, I can't really remember what year it is. I think... I want to say it was 2015 that this movie came out, um, but I could be mistaken on that. Anyway, the movie is called Standoff, and realistically, it stars three people. You've got Thomas Jane, you've got Lawrence Fishburne, and then you have this little girl who's probably 11 or 12 or something like that. And those realistically are your three main characters. And like I said, I, through Netflix, I get the both the disc and I do the streaming just because there's, there's still a lot of stuff that you can't get unless you've, unless you've got the DVD rental section with it as well. And especially some of the movies that I like because they're so obscure or they're, they're just not going to be that popular. And as you guys know, I tend to have a soft spot for a lot of independent stuff, a lot of a lot of things that you would consider first time. And maybe they're not the best movie in the world. Maybe they're not Oscar worthy. But 
the the people that did it, you could tell they have a lot of passion, and it meant something to them. It it wasn't just something they're doing to try and you know make a quick buck or to cash in on a current trend. So anyway, uh, again, the movie is called Standoff, and it opens up. And again, yeah, I, I saw this a few days ago, so my memory may be a little off on it. But it opens up, and there are these people that are at a funeral. And it's basically just the minister. There's a woman, and then there is a man. The woman's probably in her you know, mid-50s or something like that. Uh, the man is, is a little bit younger, probably in his early 30s. And it... Uh, it turns out he's basically kind of a bodyguard. And they're doing the the service. And all of a sudden the priest doubles over. And falls to the ground. And then out of the bushes we see this figure that emerges. And it is a, a man in a black, kind of a longer black coat. He has a, a, I guess you wouldn't call it necessarily a ski mask, but it's like it, it's a ski mask if it didn't have any holes for the eyes and for the nose, uh, so it covers his face completely. You don't you don't see him at all. He's got gloves and everything on. So anyway, he when he after he shoots the uh, the priest or the minister, the guy the other young man who's probably in his thirties, he whips around the bodyguard. He pulls out a gun, but then. The mysterious man shoots him, kills him, and he walks up to the woman, and the woman's saying, like, look, you know, this is all over. It, all this stuff kind of died with my husband. You don't have to, to do this, because she knows, you know, she's going to be killed. And then uh, at this point, we see that it's, uh, I, I think he takes his mask off, and it's Lawrence Fishburne, and, and he's like, look, you know, you don't necessarily know me, but you know who my employer is, and so it it, uh, it may end up getting back to me, so you got to go. And he ends up killing her. Well, at the same time, we have this little girl, and her nickname is Bird. And for the life of me, I can't remember what her name was in the movie. Uh, but she primarily goes by, by uh, Bird. She is visiting her parents' grave. She lives with her aunt, who we never see, and then... She's up there with her aunt's boyfriend. Again, I can't remember his name. It's not that important. We'll just call him Charlie, just for ease of reference. So he's like, oh, do you want me to come with you up to their graves? And she's like, no. And then she has a, a old 35-millimeter, an actual film camera that I guess belonged to one of her parents. And it's sort of that typical trope of, you know, she's always kind of hiding behind the camera and looking through the world through the lens of the camera. So anyway... She's up by her parents' grave, and she hears the shot. She kind of goes to investigate it. She takes some pictures, and she actually takes a picture of Lawrence Fishburne without his mask on when he's dumping people into the open grave, and then Lawrence Fishburne, is, he, he basically throws a bunch of dirt over the thing and buries him. And... We then are, are kind of, and we've kind of been intercutting in this in this part during the movie, but it's not really that important. Anyway, Thomas Jane's character 
is a uh, former, former army sergeant and he lives on kind of a farm. He, he may or may not have some problems with alcohol. He's kind of listless. He's got a son named Sam and he's got a young wife. And it's funny, the character of Thomas Jane, you know, he's, I don't know if he's my age or maybe a few years younger, but of course the person that they cast as his wife, she looks like she's 22 years old. And I would have liked it if they would have cast maybe somebody a little bit older, but, uh, you know, who knows? Maybe this is one of those things for a small part who, that, that was kind of who they wanted or maybe it was somebody the filmmakers knew. I don't know. Anyway, it turns out that uh, they kind of have this farm area, but everything's just high grass. And there's this kid, he's out there and he's running around playing and he trips over something. And then the wife says to Thomas Jane, they thought you were going to clean that field up so you know he could and he was like oh you know I'll get to it I'll do it blah 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 so anyway what happens is his son trips over uh, you know something that's out in the field who knows what it is and smashes his head on a rock and of course it kills him and Thomas Shane feels responsible you know he should have cleaned the thing up and he never did and kind of going back a little when we're first at getting introduced to the graveyard we see the name like Sam Bennett or something like that who is uh, and we see that he was you know eight years old or so when he died we see this grave and of course that turns out to be Thomas Jane's son the uh, we'll, we'll kind of jump back to Lawrence Fishburne and Bird the little girl and he sees her and he sees the camera and she runs off, and so he, you know, takes off after her, trying to follow her. And of course, she runs into Thomas Jane's house, runs up to him. He had basically been there, and he was comprising a suicide note, uh, saying and writing a note to his uh, estranged or maybe ex-wife, saying basically, "I know you, you know, you said it wasn't my fault, but it was, and everything's going to be." you know, a better situation. This is the best way for me to to end it. I just I kind of can't go on type thing, living with the guilt. So it's at this point that all this stuff has happened relatively quickly, maybe the first 10, 15 minutes or so of the movie. And if you watch the trailer, you would have gotten this stuff, all this stuff from the movie. The whole, the whole premise of the, of the, trailer and the whole premise to get you hooked in is you have this guy who's kind of this despondent guy, you have the little girl and then you have the assassin, the little girl witnesses the assassin killing people and she finds her way to the guy, is he going to protect her, what's going to happen, the assassin comes after her and he's like, you know, uh, I want your, uh, send me down the girl, you don't know me, you don't, you haven't seen my face, in um, Thomas Jane's house, it's a two-story with an attic and Thomas Jane uh, when the girl runs up he's she, she runs up to his thing and she's like help me help me help me and Lawrence Fishburne comes up and takes a shot at him and it kind of blasts off a pretty good chunk of his lower leg but it's, it's with a uh, I think he's got a Beretta or something like that and Thomas Jane, you know, it hits him and he falls to the ground and he scrambles back inside. He goes running up. Now, 
in the house, he doesn't have, he's gotten pretty much everything all packed up and, and packed away. All he's got is a, a single shot, like the old, oh, the H&Rs, the old 20 gauges and 12 gauges that are the break action single shot shotgun. And he's only got two shotgun shells. And he goes upstairs, gets the gun, loads it, and at this point, Lawrence Fishburne has come into the house and as he enters into the house and starts to come go by the stairwell leading up to where where uh, Thomas Jane is he pops around he pops up from upstairs and takes a shot at him and kind of gets a glancing shot in the side so he's probably shot him with you know although they don't really say it in the movie but he's probably shot him with You know, maybe some double lot buck. I, you know, I don't know uh, what what he's got in that twenty gauge or what he would be shooting. But they 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 say it's a buckshot, but who knows uh, what they what they did. I did think it was interesting though that the filmmakers, and so that's a little bit of an aside, kind of did reference the fact that it's a twenty gauge and not a twelve gauge. Later later on in the thing, uh, during the standoff period, which is where you get the name of the movie from with the two characters. At one point, Lawrence Fishburne kind of addresses that and saying, you know, oh, all you've got is this 20 gauge and it's not exactly the, you know, this killer weapon, blah, blah, blah. Which, eh, you know, uh, I, I like, I mean, that's not exactly true, but, and they do kind of fall into some of the tropes, but I do like the fact that they, that they tried to address it and, and, uh, tried to give what little bit of knowledge maybe that they did have so anyway it's kind of at this point like I said you would have gotten most of this stuff just from the trailer and it's at this point that I and I'm not going to really do music or anything because it's such a short show we'll sort of talk about some of the spoilers and kind of what's going on with it so if if it sounds like something you like and you don't want it spoiled, go ahead and, and maybe you know check out now. Uh, but if you want to stick with me, I'll go ahead and talk about some of the spoilers of the of the movie, and we'll get up into the end. So, what happens is Lawrence Fishburne is downstairs, and he's got uh, his gun and uh, his stash of ammunition. The rifle that he had before, we had seen him earlier, he threw that into, that he had killed everybody with, he threw that into the, uh, into the grave and buried it. Primarily, I guess, you know, it's, maybe it's, you know, him doing that to try and get rid of evidence or, but uh, it's also convenient for the, for the plot that he does that. But anyway... So he is downstairs. He can't really come upstairs because he knows that Thomas Jane's character is armed. And so he, he, and he knows that Thomas Jane had basically has the high ground. So he can't really go charging up the stairs because he'll know he'll be in sort of, you know, what's called that funnel of death. Um, he knows that at that close range, Thomas Jane, there's no way he'll miss him. And what, at, the, at this point in the movie, too, he doesn't know whether Thomas Jane has a pump shotgun. He doesn't know, uh, 
you know, how much ammo he has, that type of stuff. You notice that the little girl is upstairs with him. And he tells Thomas Jane, look, all I want is the little girl, kind of like I said a little bit earlier, send her down. I, you know, she's got to go because she's seen my face. And they have a lot of kind of back and forth stuff. And they, they kind of are taunting each other, trying to work each other psychologically. There, there's a question of, you know, is Thomas Jane going to send the girl, the little girl down? We as the viewer kind of know that he's not going to do that. Uh, that there's no, uh, there's no reason for him that he's going to, you know, he'll basically try and protect her to the end. And if he dies, well, you know, so what? He, he at least, and, and this was something I thought maybe for his character would be that if he did die saving her, at least he would die. He would kind of redeem himself a little bit. And we see that, you know, he is kind of looking for it, but he's, he's made up, he had made up his mind he was going to kill himself anyway. So, the, sort of the, uh, some of the, oh, what's that, the negotiation, I guess, uh, tactics that Lawrence Fishburne is, Fishburne is trying to use it doesn't hold a lot for him you know because he's saying look I'll let you live I don't care about you I you know I don't I don't know you. you you don't know who I am it won't matter and so there's a lot of the cat and mouse stuff there's a, uh, a lot of stuff with the kid uh, the little girl who plays bird and she actually is a pretty decent actress now I'll say this with a little bit of a caveat because she doesn't have they don't play her with a lot of emotional range. And what I mean by that is that she she's kind of just sullen and so and, and kind of withdrawn and into herself a little bit. So she doesn't there's not a, a huge range of emotions that she has to go through. But with what they want her to do, she actually does, you know, pretty good. And if you view the movie, you could really view this, and I could really see it set up quite easily as a play. Uh, you could easily have, when you're dealing with with uh, Lawrence Fishburne's character, so you could have the stage divided in a couple of things. And when you're dealing with Lawrence Fishburne's character, you light up that part of the stage and the part of the stage that Thomas Jane would be at would be in darkness and then vice versa when when you are dealing with Thomas Jane he goes into the light and then Fishburne goes into into darkness so there are a lot of little things that happen and a lot of subtle things that kind of happen and I'm not going to I guess get into those too far uh, because basically it's just, again, it's them kind of going at each other, them trying to figure out uh, how to try and manipulate the other person. What finally happens is, at one point Thomas Jane tells him, hey, I've called the cops. So Lawrence Fishburne goes up and he's like, oh, I pick, he picks up the phone and he's like, the phone's dead. And then Jane yells down, well, I got a cell phone, asshole. And he's like, yeah, I know you do. I'm looking at it right here. And that plays into something a little bit later where Lawrence Fishburne calls up 
Um, he's not having any luck getting Thomas Jane to send the girl down. And we kind of know that he's not going to. But Lawrence Fishburne eventually uh, calls, and this is, this is some of the spoiler stuff, calls up Thomas Jane's ex-wife or, or estranged wife and gets her to come out to the house and then he's going to use her as a bargaining chip. There's also a part where earlier uh, a young sheriff's deputy drives by the cemetery just as part of routine patrol. He sees two cars have been abandoned. He goes out there. He sees that, uh, of course, most of the dirt has been put into the grave. But something is a little off. He, in, in the exchange of gunfire that Thomas Jane and Fishburne have, he's close enough to the cemetery, obviously, where he can hear it. He radios in and he says, ah, I think I'm, I thought I heard something out of the cemetery. And they're like, what'd you hear? And they, you know, they've been kind of giving this guy shit because he's a younger guy. And they, you know, they give him kind of all the shit jobs to do. And he's like, and he doesn't want to say, oh, I think I heard something that spooked me because he's afraid they'll make fun of him. Uh, and so he's like, ah, I, I'll, I'll, it's no big deal. But if there's something I just want to check out, I'll, I'll call back in later. Which, again, is kind of sort of a conceit of of the movie that you sort of have to go with because the reality is he would say, I'm at this cemetery, I'm going to go up to such and such a place, and when he got to that place, he said, I'm going to go check something out, something doesn't feel right to me, this is where I am. You know, you, especially in a rural community, you're going to keep in touch and you're going to radio your position. So anyway, of course, he doesn't do that, so that's part of the conceit. But anyway, Lawrence Fishburne sees the police car drive up and he puts his mask back on and he goes up to the door and when the deputy knocks at the door, bam, he shoots. And then he brings, he shoots and gets the deputy kind of in the guts. He brings him inside and he tries to use the deputy as a bargaining chip and he tortures him by breaking his, breaking his fingers with a hammer. And eventually he, uh, he kills the deputy just because he knows that the deputy is not going to be a, a bargaining chip to him. But anyway... He gets his, he, when he gets his wife there, Thomas Jane basically is like, all right, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll send her down. Um, just don't, you know, kill my wife. Don't do this, don't do that. So he goes down. He, what Thomas Jane does is he gives the shotgun to Bird. And this is the last shell. They've only got the one, the last round of ammunition that they've got. He gives it to her and he tells her, you stay up here. I'm going to go down there. Basically, he's like, and he's got a pocket knife with him. So he's got at least some little bit of a weapon. And he's like, I'm going to go down there and I'm going to try and fight him. And if he gets past me, which he's going to do, he'll come up here. You wait until he gets in the stairwell and then you just shoot him. And, you know, basically he, he knows it's kind of a shitty, oh, uh, a shitty option for her, but it's about the only option he thinks he's got. So he goes downstairs. They kind of have their little bit of a uh, confrontation. Um, Lawrence Fishburne shoots Thomas Jane, bam, and then Thomas Jane kind of drops, pops back up, charges Lawrence Fishburne. He's got the pocket knife. They fight, and he stabs Fishburne in the neck a couple of times. Uh, at, <clears throat> when they were having the fight, the uh, I think the wife runs out to the car 
and I can't remember if there's police there or not or if I'm confusing it with another movie, but she runs out to her car, uh, and then I think she comes back in. At this point, you know, Thomas Jane is, is laying in one part of the room. Lawrence Fishburne is in another part. The girl comes down the stairs, and she's actually got the shotgun. Now, at this point, Thomas Jane is pretty much dying. Lawrence Fishburne is pretty much dying because he's been stabbed in the neck, and he's just, you know, holding his hand in there, but he's losing a lot of blood. He's going to bleed out. He's not going to make it. He says, you know, to the girl... You know, like, what are you going to do? She's got the shotgun pointed at him. And she pulls the trigger. And it goes click. And he's like, what? Because he expected to get his head blown off at that range. And then he's like, it was a dud. He's like, all this time it was a goddamn dud. Meaning that he could have gone up and just killed him and done whatever. Now, and, and that's pretty much how the movie ends. Thomas Jane dies... Bird survives. We're, we're led to believe she'll go back and live with her aunt, uh, and then the uh, the wife she lives as well. Um, oh, and I, does Thomas Jane die or not? Let me think. I thought he did, but maybe at the very end, I think he says to the girl, "Like there's no quitting me," which is what her her father used to say. So I think maybe he's still alive. I don't. I think maybe he. We're led to believe he's gonna maybe survive those wounds. But anyway. Overall, I really liked the movie. I liked, I liked sort of the staginess of us. I, I liked how they tried to keep the keep the 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 two men separate, but still being in that closed, confined space. I liked that it was an isolated, rural thing. Um, I would definitely recommend it. You know, if you can get it through streaming, or you can you know pay two or three dollars to watch it, maybe or a couple of bucks to watch it through Redbox if it comes up there, or through maybe Apple TV or Hulu if it comes on. If you go on that service, uh, I, I would definitely recommend it. I liked it a lot. I was gonna say something else, and I this totally escaped me. I can't remember right now. Oh, I remember what it was. It was the actual camera. So she had taken pictures. Of Lawrence Fishburne, and she's got it on the camera. And then Thomas Jane is like, "Give me, you know, take the film out of the camera." So she rewinds the camera, takes it out, gives it to him. He's got an, an old, um, kind of like ammo box type thing. He's got a, an old army flashlight. He takes the batteries out. He puts the camera in there. The uh, excuse me, the film canister in there. He seals that flashlight back up, uh, and then he wraps that in a, one of the plastic bags that he's got. And he tells her, "Go put this in the toilet." tank put it in the tank and one of the things that when they're going back and forth between Fishburne and Jane when they're going back and forth taunting each other he's like well why don't I just burn this house down and he's like well I've hidden the film and it's in water and you you're not going to be able to take the risk because if they're going to come out and they're going to examine stuff and they're going to find the film they're going to develop it and it's going to survive the fire, and you're not going to be able to recover it, you know, blah, 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 because you can't stick around type thing. Um, so it was, again, one of those things where there's a little bit of the conceit of that, but basically if Fishburne lights the house on fire, the first responders will be out there before he could, before the house would totally burn down, and then he could go upstairs and get it out of the toilet tank. He knows where it is. He, you know, he understands, oh, this guy put it in the toilet tank. 
but but that's sort of some of the chronology of how that would work. So anyway, uh, again, back to the end of the movie. I, I enjoyed it. I liked how I liked a lot of the performances of it. You know, was it the the best thing ever? Eh, you know, for me, again, I enjoyed it. Oh, speaking of another thing, I've really been liking Hulu. I didn't know if I was going to like it that much at first. But I like it. I like the fact that I, I pay a little extra and I don't have the commercials. And at first I thought, well, are they, are they going to have the uh, amount of content that maybe something like Netflix has? And should I just stick with Netflix? But, yeah, you know, I, I like it. There's a ton of stuff on there. And as you guys know, I have very eclectic tastes. A lot of stuff that, that people wouldn't really care for that much. I like, I get a kick out of it, and like I said, I can be a little bit forgiving on stuff. Uh, so anyway, that is going to do it. I think I've kind of yammered on uh, quite a bit enough. I guess actually the show didn't turn out to be too short. It's about, uh, probably ended up being about a half hour or so, so that's not too bad for a a car audio or a car studio show today. Anyway, I would love to hear from you guys, even if it's just a thing of, hey, man, try and look at this movie, or try and look at that, or what do you think of this, or like I said, if anybody wants to come on, do a little bit of co-hosting, shoot me a quick email, and we'll set something up. Um, If I have a a definite time, I can work everything out a little bit better, Uh, but I'd love to have some of you guys come on. I'm still, I, uh, I still want to get Ken on, and I still want to get Sid on the show with me, um, and do some of that stuff. I kind of feel, in some ways, like I don't want to bother Ken. I know he probably wouldn't feel that way, but I know the guy's busy, plus he's got his own show and his other stuff that he's doing. So, uh, And then a lot of times it's, you know, I'm, I'm sort of the king of maybe thinking something's going to work out time-wise, and it doesn't. But having said all that, if you guys, if somebody out there wants to kind of come on, hang out with me for a couple of shows, or you got a favorite movie you want to talk about, doesn't have to be something that's current. Just has to be something I can maybe get my hands on. Uh, let me know what you want to do, or if it's a, maybe a. Uh, like I said, you guys can also always do reviews on your own. Even if you don't want to come on, you want to do your own movie review. Uh, just do a thing where you let me know where there's going to be spoilers, and and then that way I can uh, I can uh, weigh in on that. And if it's something I haven't seen, I may keep it for a week or so, and then get a hold of that movie, watch it, so that I can kind of give my two cents with it as well. Uh, Other than that, I think that is about it, my monkeys. I will talk to you guys next time.